News Talk 580 CFRA presents the Employment Law Show with employment lawyer Lior Samviru. It is 7.08, and welcome to it once again. Employment Law Show reaching out right now. Lines open 613-521-TALK. You want to ask a question on the air? Something stuck in your craw when it comes to your employment rights. You're not sure uh, which way to go, who to talk to. Make the phone call. Get some quick answers right here and carry on from there. 613-521-TALK. Wanted to send an email along. That is uh, a possibility. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And I want to uh, remind you, too, when the show's not on any time, you need a really, really well-thought-out, robust site as pertains to employment law. Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. You've heard us talk about the severance pay calculator for years on the show. It is part of the pocketemploymentlawyer.ca website. So have a look at that. It's free. It's anonymous. But there is a contact at the top right if you want to reach out uh, further. So here we go. 613-521-TALK. Bring on the calls. We'd love to talk to you. Lior, we're going to get into uh, the things. You know, individuals want to know their employment rights. Are they allowed to do this? Are they allowed to do that? We'll get to some more of the common questions you get every day on the phone and in emails as well. But first, the uh, the week that was, what, uh, what do you got cooking? Hey John, it's uh, it's only Tuesday, but it feels for me later in the week because uh, those last couple of days have been really, really uh, busy. Phones been ringing off the hook, lots of questions, lots of emails being sent back and forth with individuals informing them about their legal rights. So I do that often, maybe even too often, if you ask my uh, my wife uh, in terms of answering emails at all hours of the day. But that's great. That's what I enjoy doing. I want to help you understand your legal rights. I want to help you understand what to do if you're facing a workplace problem. Uh, and these days, more than ever, you may be facing a workplace problem, or maybe you're facing security issues when it comes to your job. Maybe you don't think the job is secure. You're being let go or are concerned that with COVID-19 raging, you may be out of a job or, you know, maybe now when the, uh, when things start to, to shut down again, if that happens, what does that mean for you, your job? Can you be laid off? Oh, do you get severance? Do you not? All those issues. Call us right now. Let's talk about that. Let me answer your questions. You have legal rights. You probably don't even realize the extent yeah. of those rights. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you on this show, on every show, uh, when you call me, when you email me, I'll tell you all about those rights so that you have the, the knowledge and the confidence that the law is there and the law is on your side. But to get us started, week there was a couple situations that I've already dealt with just in the first two days of the week. Uh, I spoke uh, today with a, a gentleman who is a, a salesperson. He's been a, with the same employer for over five years in a, on a 100% commission. Well, he just found out that effective uh, the, the January, he's going to be given, uh, given a new territory, a completely new mm-hmm. territory. Well, this is a territory that's apparently very well known within this company because it's one where none of the other salespeople have ever been successful. There's just no no business, no sales to be had. And I guess the company hopes, well, maybe this guy will finally be successful and make some sales. Well, the problem is he's now going from uh, a territory where he's been making good money, making lots of sales, to a territory where he expects to take a major uh, reduction in income. Now, the company is not changing his pay structure, his commission percentage. They're not changing anything. They're All they're really, really doing is putting him in a brand new territory. So he called me mm-hmm. and he wanted to know, can they do that? Do I have any recourse? Well, the answer here is very clear. No, they cannot. What they're doing is the equivalent of cutting his pay. They're putting him in a situation where it's going to be essentially impossible or almost impossible for him to earn the same income 
than he w- uh, that he was before. Whenever a company does something to comp to to change your compensation, that's illegal. We call that, or it can result in what we call a constructive dismissal. So even though the compensation structure is the same, the fact that he doesn't have the ability to earn the same amount of money, or it's going to be extremely difficult and unlikely to earn that kind of money, this is illegal. It's a constructive dismissal. So his option are uh, to either do this. Or he can choose to treat this as a termination and get severance. And here's why he wants to do this, John. If he decides to take this role uh, and, and he's not making money, and then let's fast forward six months or a year later, the company wants to let him go. Now they, when they pay him severance, it's going to be based on what he was making in this new territory. So he's going to be losing tens of thousands of dollars in severance if he does that. He's better off to get severance now based on what he's been making in the past if your employer changes your compensation, if you're a salesperson, then your territory is changed. Your employer cannot do that. You have a right to treat that as a constructive dismissal. That's why you listen to the show, and that's why you make that call, 613-521-TALK. In that regard, going to go over to uh, Scott. Scott, thanks so much for uh, taking some time this evening to call in. How are you? Hey, not too bad. Yourself? Good, sir. What's uh, what's on your mind? So I have um, a friend that... Um has a situation um, he, I guess the company has been sold a couple times and uh, when he originally started he was part time and the company sold and if you were part of that group when the company sold they get four years I guess of severance for every year they work four and, weeks uh, I probably you probably mean not four years or four weeks Wish. yeah four weeks for every year <laughs> of service and then when they sold again um, that that second group got three years, um, and they lauded him in because he was part time until that new company came in, and then he was hired full time. And I was curious does he get does he get those five years of part time as when he started? Like, can he lot himself in with that original company, or is he? Because I don't know if he signed a contract or whether they just brought him on as a full time employee. So, Scott, uh, did he actually lose his job, or throughout these sales, did he continue working? He did. Um, he, but he came back to the exact same job that he was doing, just full-time. So he was doing the exact same job part-time, and then the guy that, that he was basically working for got let go, and then he he took over that position, basically. So he was never actually out of a job? N- n- well... He was off for a little bit, probably, I don't know the time frame, but maybe a month or two from that. So bottom line is this. If he continued working throughout these sales, he's actually not owed severance. I mean, and if they pay him severance, they they pay him severance because, you know, they they want to, but they don't actually have to. But what happens is now the new employer where he's working right now is essentially has inherited his service. So if this company at some point lets him go, they're going to have to pay him severance based on all his years, full-time and part-time, going back to when he first started. But in terms of making someone pay him severance right now, he actually can't because he's working. He's not out of a job. But like I said, the the important thing is if and when they let him go, tomorrow, next year, next five years from now, they will have to pay him severance based on all the time that he's worked there and his part-time days and and years count as well. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I know it's just – Right now, with everything that's going on, right, it's, uh, everything's unstable. So, Absolutely. So if he does lose his job, he knows that he's owed severance for all his time, and he should absolutely give me a call if that happens. I'll be more than happy to make sure that, that he gets it. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much.
Thanks, Scotty. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call and your time to reach out. You can do so one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred again one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior and the team. And the email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll take a quick break. Get back to your calls. You got plenty of time, just like Scott. Get some answers. Takes little effort to do so. Six one three five two one talk is the number. Employment Law Show on News Talk five eighty CFRA. Now back to the Employment Law Show with employment lawyer, Lior Samfiru, on News Talk 580 CFRA. And yeah, you still got plenty of time to call in. It's just uh, 720. Welcome back to the show, Employment Law Show. 613-521-TALK is the way to uh, get your questions answered with Lior here for the remainder of the show. We're going to get into some things that employers, uh, you're not sure they're allowed to do. Well, we're going to uh, pull back the curtain on all those things, like can your employer change your job hours of work, so on and so forth. But uh, we get to our callers, always top priority. And in that regard, Sue, thank you so much for taking the time. How are you tonight? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's on your mind? Um, I just had a question regarding uh, my employer is making it mandatory to do training and staff meeting outside of the regular work hours, and I'm just wondering what uh, my obligation is to that. A few questions, uh, Sue. First question is, are you part of a union? No. Okay. And number two, are you uh, on a salary or hourly? Hourly. Okay. So, first of all, in terms of uh, obligations, you actually don't have the obligation to uh, to do work, essentially, outside of work hours. And they could call it training, they can call it meetings, whatever they want to call it. If it's mandatory, if you have to be there, then mm-hmm. it's it's work. Uh, and, you know, if your work hours are 9 to 5, they cannot require you. So you can absolutely say yes and you cannot be penalized. Or, or sorry, you can say no and you cannot be penalized for saying no. That's number one. Number two is even if you say yes, they actually have to pay you for that time. Uh, the, the, it will be illegal to mandate that you attend a meeting or training, what have you, and not to pay you. That's illegal. So those are the options. Uh, you, you, you can refuse. Uh, you cannot be penalized. And if you agree to go and you end up going, they have to pay you for that. Okay, yeah. they. I mean, they are obviously saying they were, they're going to pay. I just thought that the fact that it's outside my regular working hours is and being like it's being called mandatory training I thought is a bit odd when some people are allowed to be doing the training during work hours but because my schedule is always very booked uh, I don't have downtime to do it so I'm having to do it on my like free time I'll say. No, then they they have to find. I mean, certainly, if if you don't want to do it in your free time, as you say, you don't have to at all, and it's yeah. up to them to find a way to allow you to do it during your regular work hours. Maybe it's to get you some help so that some of your other responsibilities are taken care of while you're doing this training. But no, they cannot require you to attend work, which is what this is, off work hours. Uh, so now that said, okay. as, as a practical matter, if they insist and there's no way, you have to decide. Do you want to get into this conflict with them? You may decide yes or no, but at the end of the day, can they force you? Can they punish you? No, they cannot. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you very much. 
Thank you, Sue. Appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You need to uh, reach out further, ask a few more questions off air. No problem. The order available and the team, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Uh, your phone call, still lots of time. Bring them on. we got to, we got open line, 613-521-TALK. You know is the number. Yeah, you know, you get questions, as I mentioned off the top, Al, about individuals. They want to know whether their employer is allowed to do something or not. So you get a lot of questions, and uh, we got a list compiled of some of the common questions you get because this really happens like every day, right? Probably the, the most common way that, uh, you know, an email to me or a call to me starts is, Lior, can my employer do dot, dot, dot? Right. So what I wanted to do is take a few of those common questions that I get where, you know, individuals are trying to figure out if what their employer is doing is legal. And we'll outline them here. We'll talk about them, and I can answer the question. And if your employer is not allowed to do it, I can tell you, you know, what is the law and what you can do about it if you're ever in that situation. Well, the first one I gave a sneak peek when we came back into the uh, the segment. That is, can my employer change my job or hours of work? And this is something we touched on at the, at the beginning of the show. We're talking about this the salesperson where the company changed uh, his ability to earn income. So generally speaking, the job that you've agreed to, the job that you've accepted, the one that you've been working at is your job and cannot be changed. So your employer does not have the right to make significant changes to the terms of your employment. That means your employer cannot reduce your pay. That means your employer cannot just change your hours of work or your job responsibilities. They can't. Now, th- there's some minor changes that they could make. So if they reduce you from uh, $21 an hour to $20 an hour, that's definitely not going to make you happy completely. I get that. But because the law is not going to consider that to be a massive change, it's something the employer could get away with. But if we, you know, if we were talking and they're going to reduce you from $21 an hour to, to 15 no chance, no way, absolutely not. Your employer cannot do that. That would be what we call a constructive dismissal. So if you're ever faced with that situation, and by the way, a lot of people are facing those things now during COVID-19, companies reducing their pay or reducing their hours or giving them completely different jobs. If you are in that situation, you have a choice. And first option, option one, is you can accept this change and continue working. You so you're, you've accepted the pay reduction or the uh, the change in hours. You can accept it. Obviously, that's your right. The second option you have is you can treat that change as a constructive dismissal. You can treat it as a termination of your employment and require the company to pay you severance. They don't want to. They're not planning on it. But you can make that happen. So those are the options. If you don't want to take the pay cut, if you don't want to accept that reduction in hours, you don't have to. You have that other option. Your employer does not have the right to make significant changes to terms of employment. Next one is this. Uh, can my employer put me on a performance improvement plan? How's that work? So a performance improvement plan or a performance review, you know, there's things that usually in, in a company would do if they're not happy with the employee's performance, as the name suggests. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a plan that allows the company to put uh, milestones or targets for the employee to meet over a certain period of time in order for the company to be satisfied with the performance. Now, can a company do this? The answer is yes, so long as it's legitimate. And what I mean by that is as long as it's justified. So if your performance has been lacking, maybe there's things you're doing wrong, then yes, it's reasonable for a company to put you on, put you on a performance improvement plan. We often refer to that as a PIP and you know, to give you the opportunity to do better. What they can't do 
is make stuff up or use that as an excuse to potentially uh, get rid of you when it's not justified. So if it's if they're alleging you've done something wrong, well, we're going to put you on a performance improvement plan, uh, but you, you don't think that that's right. You think you've done everything you're supposed to do. Well, no, that 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 is improper, and you need to say so. You need to send an email or, or something in writing where you outline why you disagree with it, why you don't think it's fair, why you don't think that uh, what you did is wrong. And you have to put that in writing because by doing that, you're making sure that they know you're not accepting it. If you simply are silent and don't say anything, it's as if you've agreed to it, and that's going to make it much easier down the road for the company to let you go. So don't do that. Can they put you on a performance improvement plan? If it's legitimate, yes, they can. If it's not legitimate, they cannot, and you absolutely have to say something about it in writing. A company putting you on a performance improvement plan, is that them kind of trying to maybe possibly get you one more step closer to going out the door? If you don't yeah, improve, they'll just exactly. get rid of you? Yes, that's often the case where the, the company is building a case. I call that building yeah. a case to potentially let you go for cause. And one step in that building that they're building is to put you on a performance improvement plan. Now, if it's legitimate, then it's legitimate. You do your, you try to do better, and hopefully that you move forward from that. But if it's not legitimate and you simply accept it, that's a problem because that's making it easier for the company to build a case against you. And then six months later, when they want to let you go for cause, it's going to be different. It's difficult to say, well, you know, six months ago, you said I did all these things wrong. No, I really didn't. So you have to say something in writing. Otherwise, you are putting your job in jeopardy. Ever wondered what things your employer can and cannot do to you? We'll find out more. We'll continue the list after we take a short break. In the meantime, you still got time to call in and ask that question verbally on air. 613-521-TALK is the way to do that. The email address we always use, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And you can always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca any time of day, 24-7. For lots more information, we'll continue after a short break. Employment Law Show, News Talk 580, CFRA. Now back to the Employment Law Show with employment lawyer Lior Samfiru on News Talk 580 CFRA. 7.33 and we're back at it. Good to have you along. Employment Law Show reaching out 613-521-TALK. That is to call here in on the show and get your questions answered by Lior, 613-521-TALK. In the meantime, can my employer do this? Next one on our list is can my employer pay me less than other employees? Well... This is certainly something that I get asked often, and usually it's when someone finds out that uh, the company is paying their colleague uh, across the hall uh, differently or more, or maybe the company just hired people and those people are getting paid more than you. Well, wait a second, that's not right. And yeah, I agree, it's not right. The question though is, is it legal? And generally speaking, the answer is that yes, unfortunately, it is legal. A company can pay you differently than someone else. They don't have to pay the same so long as this is not done because of discriminatory reasons. So you can't be paid less because you're a woman. You cannot be paid less because of your ethnicity or your religion or your uh, medical condition, disability. That would be illegal. That can't happen. But beyond that, a company may say, well, you know what? We're really in need of some people, so we're going to offer them more money to join us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can do that. Not going to make you happy. And I, I would certainly suggest talking to your employer and say, employer, you know, I, I don't think that's fair. I've been with you longer, and I do a very good job. I think I shouldn't get paid less than these people. Maybe I should even get paid more. 
I think a reasonable employer will definitely want to work with you and understand the concerns and, and do something. But ultimately, from a, a legal standpoint, you do not have to get paid the same or you, 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 can, you can be paid less than someone else as long as it's not for a discriminatory reason. Can my employer make me come back to work contrary to my doctor's opinion? Well, that is a, that's an easy one. And the answer is absolutely not. No, 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 not at all. And this is something that happens often. And in fact, I've seen it happen more during COVID-19 where employee has a doctor's note. I can't work. Well, doctor, uh, the, the employer says, well, too bad. We want you to come into work. Uh, we expect you in or we don't believe it or we don't think that's good enough. It doesn't work that way. If you have a doctor's note, then the doctor gets to decide if you can work and if you cannot work. So if your doctor says you cannot work, as long as the doctor puts that in writing, that's all that's needed. Mm-hmm. And your employer cannot question that. They cannot disagree with it. They cannot say, well, this doctor is, uh, is wrong. We want you to see another doctor. None of that can happen. Now, if something is unclear, maybe they're not sure uh, if your doctor means if you can't work at all, if you can work modified duties, or if they want to know how long you're going to be off work, yes, your your employer can ask more questions, but they cannot ask you about, uh, uh, or they cannot make you do anything contrary to your doctor's opinion, and you have that protection if you have that doctor's note. Uh, anything else potentially could be a human rights violation, so uh, get that doctor's note and you're protected. Again, you want to reach out, any questions about this or anything else while we're doing the show on air, 613-521-TALK, and you can reach out, help at employmentlawyer.ca. This one's going to take probably a little more explanation, but can my employer let me go? <laughs> well, th- this is the single most common questions, a question that I get, or, or certainly a, a variations on this. You know, here's what happened. Can my employer let me go? Or, right. you know, this is what my employer said, and they let me go. Is this right? Is this legal? Well, the answer almost always to this question is yes. Your employer can let you go, regardless of us even knowing or understanding the reason, as long as they pay you your severance. Now, for those that that have listened to me for years on, on this show talking about employment law, you know I talk a lot about severance. But the reason I talk a lot about severance is not because I have some crazy interest in it necessarily. It's because from a legal standpoint, when you lose your job, it's about severance. Your employer is allowed to let you go for any reason or even for no reason as long as severance is paid. Now, your employer cannot let you go for a discriminatory reason. For example, they can't, they can't let you go because of your, your age, as an example, or, or your gender, or the fact that you're taking maternity leave. But as long as it's not discrimination, they can let you go. Maybe you think that, well, they, they said I did a poor job and, and they're letting me go, but I did a great job, so that's wrong. Well, despite that, as long as they pay proper severance, you can be let go. Now, you've heard the term wrongful dismissal. I know most people have. And when you hear the words wrongful dismissal, you think, well, they they let me go maybe when they shouldn't have. Well, no, that's not what a wrongful dismissal is, actually. A wrongful dismissal is a situation where you are let go and are not paid your full severance. That's what a wrongful dismissal is. And guess what? Over 90% of people, when they lose their job, in fact, They've been wrongfully dismissed because they're owed more severance. So the fact that the company is allowed to let you go doesn't mean that that they're doing it in a legal way. Most times, if you've been let go, whether it's now or in the past, I assure you almost you've been wrongfully dismissed. I assure you that the company owed you a lot more severance than what they owed you. 
or, or, or what they've offered you. So that's where, where the law comes in. The law makes your employer pays you the severance that they owe you, but can you be let go? The answer is almost always, yes, you can. Well, you mentioned these questions that have come to light more and more with COVID-19 and the pandemic. This one's number one probably, and that is can my employer lay me off temporarily, right? Definitely. Uh, you know, I talk about uh, the, the previous question. It's a co- question that I get common, uh, very commonly. Well, since COVID started, the layoff question is definitely been the number one question is, can my employer lay me off temporarily or what do I do if I've been laid off temporarily? Well, a temporary layoff pre-COVID, during COVID, and it's going to be that way after COVID mm-hmm. is almost always not allowed. It's illegal. So even during COVID-19, and you know, I know there's hundreds of people that are probably listening right now that have been laid off temporarily, are either on a layoff now or have been at some point in the last uh, six or eight months. Well, guess what? Despite COVID-19, your employer does not have a right to lay you off temporarily. They don't. Meaning, if you've been laid off temporarily, you have the right to accept and continue waiting at home and hoping the company will call you back. Sure, you can do that. Or you could treat that as a termination of your employment. Because the company doesn't have a right to lay you off temporarily, you will have the right to make the decision to treat it as a termination, to get your severance. So whenever you are laid off temporarily, you have that choice. And right now, at least in Ontario, if you choose to wait, you could be waiting until September of next year. Okay? Uh, The government says that they would keep you off until uh, January and then potentially another eight months after that. But that's only if you accept it. The other option is you can treat that as a termination now, require the company to pay you severance now, and not have to wait and see what happens over the next year. So that is an option. So COVID or not COVID, the answer almost always is that the company does not have a right to lay you off temporarily. Would this COVID be a special circumstance? And by that, I mean, normally, if you let them do it once, it's now an implied term of your employment. They could do it again and again. Or, you know, if, if you decide to accept it, I don't know why you would until next September. Someone's got to pay their mortgage. But if you do go back eventually and then they try it again for a, a different reason, say there's a vaccine, COVID's not that big an issue anymore. Maybe it's just uh, simply a money thing. Can you at that point say, no, 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 I just did it once for COVID or too bad you kicked the door open already. It, 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 I would I would go with the latter. You know, once you've yeah. opened that door, once you've created that precedent, once you've given the company the right to do something that otherwise you're not allowed to do, in this case to lay you off temporarily, you've given them the right to do it again. So think about this scenario. I mean, what a what an awful scenario this would be. So you want to go back to work desperately. So you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait till next September, 2021 because you, you want to go back to work. And guess what? Good news. September 2021, they call you back to work. Great. Wonderful. You're back at work. Fast forward three months later, they lay you off again. Well, wait a second. At that point, you can't do anything about it. Now you could be off for another eight months or so yeah. uh, because you've given them the right to do it. And that is just what a terrible situation. Which is why if you are on a layoff, if, if you've been on the layoff, if you're on a temporary layoff right now, if you're not sure if you're coming back, you at least have to consider whether you want to put yourself in that situation where you can be off for another year and then potentially again and again and again, or do you just treat that as a termination of employment now? Get your severance, and by the way, that severance could be as much as 24 months pay, and then simply move on to a different job. 
Still have time to call in, questions about this or anything else, uh, any topic, 613-521-TALK, maybe about your own job, your own severance, or your boss, or maybe you are an employer. You can bring that call on as well, 613-521-TALK. Can my employer do this? We're going through some of the more uh, popular questions uh, Lior gets on a, a weekly basis. Can my employer make me work overtime hours? So this is a another one that comes up often, and uh, and even now during COVID nineteen, because a lot of employers may have uh, have less employees now, so they're making the ones that they have work more hours. So generally speaking, the answer is no. Now, unless you sign an agreement, an employment agreement that gives them the right to make you work overtime, or uh, if you've uh, allowed in the past in the past you, 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 there's this history that's been created where you've just worked overtime whenever they've asked for it then yes uh, but if it's not something you've regularly done no you cannot be made to work overtime if your hours are Monday to Friday 9 to 5 you you cannot be made to stay later to work extra hours so that's very important to to remember. You cannot be made to work overtime. If, of course, you do work overtime, you have to get paid for, for that time. You cannot work for free. That would be illegal. Right. It's true whether you're salary or, or uh, hourly. But uh, no, you, you, you cannot be made to work overtime unless you've agreed to do that already in the past, either through your conduct or by signing an employment agreement. What if your uh, your employer says, you know, we prefer you don't work overtime, we don't really want you to, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's dire straits. If you don't work the overtime, you won't get your job done, and you go do it anyway. Well, then if you work overtime because you need to get the job done, the company still has to pay for it. Even though they said we don't want you to work overtime, mm-hmm. as long as it's legitimate and it was necessary to do the job and you weren't just doing it because you wanted to squeeze some extra uh, dollars from the company, if it's legitimate and you had to do it and you did it, company has to pay for it, even if they said no. Now, I'm not recommending you just work overtime whenever you want. But your company cannot avoid paying you for legitimate work that you did that you had to do in order to get done what you had to get done. Quick break is what we'll take. I'll give you some time to grab a phone. You still have time to call in and ask 613-521-TALK. Any other time, you can go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. And help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address. We'll get right back to the show with more of Can My Employer Do This? After we take that break. Employment Law Show, News Talk 580, CFRA. Now back to the Employment Law Show with employment lawyer Lior Samfiru on News Talk 580 CFRA. 747, continuing on here. Still got a few minutes. If you want to call in, we can squeeze you in for sure. 613-521-TALK is the number. Other than that, you can email help at employmentlawyer.ca. And when we're not on the air here, you want to reach out to Lior Alex, member of the, uh, the team, you could do so, one 821 5900 Other than that, we're going to keep going with the topic of can my employer do this? Next one up is can my employer punish me if I complain, wow, about workplace harassment? Yeah, and when it comes to harassment, it could be very, you know, a stressful situation, certainly a sensitive situation, and you don't want your employer to make things worse uh, if, if you try to deal with it. So the law recognizes that. And because of that, you cannot be punished in any way. You cannot uh, be disciplined, ignored, anything like that if you speak to your employer about harassment. 
Now, your employer, if you speak to, to your employer about harassment, has very strict obligations. Number one is to take it seriously and respectfully. Number two, to investigate, to do a good faith investigation to find out what happened. And finally, number three, to make whatever efforts are necessary to fix the prompt, to get rid of the harassment. And that's because we all have the right to work in a harassment-free work environment. So if you are being mistreated, harassed, bullied in the workplace, if possible, you should allow the company the chance to fix it. Speak to someone at the company if possible. The HR manager, the owner, uh, the boss, whoever is the right person for your workplace, and tell them what's happened and follow up in writing. There has to be always a written record of, of what was said, what was done, so that uh, you're never in a situation where it becomes a he said, she said. You always have then the, the protection of knowing the comfort of knowing, I should say, that you cannot be let go, fired, disciplined in any way for doing that. And that's true even if it turns out that the company can't corroborate your allegations. They can't say, well, because we we're not sure that it happened, we're just going to let you go. We're going to discipline you. We're going to suspend you. They can't do that. You always should feel comfortable and confident to bring up harassment allegations uh, and give the company the chance to meet its obligations, knowing that they can't do anything to you. Can my employer close down shop and avoid paying me severance? That's like that's never been done before. Well, it's certainly been attempted uh, uh -huh. very often. And in fact, even, even more recently, uh, quite often during COVID. Well, no, the answer is no. The company doesn't uh, stop or their obligations to pay severance don't stop just because they shut down, just because they closed the business. Uh, just because they, they, they're not uh, going to operate anymore. No, they still have to pay severance. They still have the ability or the obligation to pay you your full severance, in fact. Now, the only time that a company is not going to be able to pay severance is if they're formally bankrupt, if they're in bankruptcy proceedings. But that's very different than just shutting down the door and, and closing shop. Very different. A company that closes shop may well still have money coming in, there's, uh, there's accounts receivable, there's property that they may own, uh, there's customers that otherwise are still buying goods, maybe online, what have you. So they still have to meet their financial obligations and severance obligations are some of the most important financial obligations. So please, please don't assume that just because the company is closing down, they're not going to pay you severance or they don't, they, they, they're not going to be able to pay you severance. Now, you probably don't want to sit on this, though. If your company is shutting down, you don't want to go off for a year and then come back a year later hoping that there's still someone to pay you severance. Time is probably not going to be on your side. So let's deal with that quickly. Let's get you your severance now. But yes, you will still have to get paid severance if the company shuts down. It's not a way for them to avoid paying what they owe. Can my uh, employer take away my severance offer if I don't accept what they're offering? That is so common. So, you know, for those that have not uh, been let go at any point, well, here's what a severance offer looks like. Uh, it's going to continue. You know, we're letting you go. And here's what we're going to offer you. And by the way, to accept this, you have to sign this by Friday or Thursday or Tuesday, whatever the dateline is, the date is. So, and then you're going to feel stressed. Well, oh my God, I have to accept this by Friday. And if I don't accept this, they'll take this off the table. Well, no, they're not because the company doesn't get to decide how much they pay you. The company doesn't get to decide what's appropriate or for how long they're going to keep it open. The law takes care of that for us. The law decides what you're owed. 
And if you're owed a certain amount of severance, you're going to get it regardless of whatever that deadline is, regardless of what the company wants to do. Remember, in the vast majority of cases, over 90%, maybe even 95% of cases, when someone is let go, that severance offer is a lot less than what the person is actually owed. All right, And that's why it's important to ignore that deadline. You're offered less than what you're owed, but you can only get that if you sign by Friday ridiculous no so don't worry about it take whatever time you need to make sure you get proper advice do you consider that offer that you know what you're agreeing to or what you're not agreeing to so that deadline is meaningless please please don't be intimidated by it good time for a quick phone call here the number 613-521-TALK Dylan thanks uh, so much for hanging on there for a for a moment how are you tonight oh good thanks uh thanks for taking my call there guys uh I have a question for a friend. I'd asked him before to even uh, phone you guys, but he, he has doubts. But uh, I'll just tell you quickly, he was, um, he was a salesman at a certain establishment. Uh, we'll just call him Joe. It uh, doesn't matter where. But he was a salesman, and he was let go back in March uh, because of the whole coronavirus thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, but when, uh, you know, when things started to, uh, to open back up again and he was sort of expecting to go back to work, they ended up uh, hiring another guy in his to replace him uh, at a lower wage, and they basically cut him out. And so not only did they not pay him his severance, but they didn't even pay him the commission that they owed him for the sales that he had already secured for them that had already even gone through and everything. And they just kept stalling him and be like, oh, well, it's just a temporary thing, giving him the runaround and, and screwing him over. And, uh, and uh, he, he's, he's gone to the labor board more recently. I don't know that he's turned anything back, but the thing is this. He'd actually talked to three different employment lawyers. I'd actually told him to phone you guys, but he'd phoned uh, three different employment lawyers, the three different lawyers, and they'd all told him that um, because of the whole coronavirus thing that uh, um, employers were being afforded a lot of leeway by the courts and that basically there was nothing anyone could do and that he was basically screwed. Um, and he's since like written like a scathing Google review on like their review page and stuff like that. And then they've like threatened to like take him to court over libel. And I told him, I said, truth is still a defense, you know, and he can back up a lot of stuff. And there was like fraud going on in the company. Anyways, they're like shady, scummy people. But I'm just wondering, is there anything you could do to help him out or any advice you could give him? Sure. So first of all, Dylan, I, I assure you that the lawyers that your your friend spoke with are not employment lawyers. I'm, 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 they may well be lawyers. Obviously, they are. But they're not employment okay. lawyers because no employment lawyer would ever say that because it's simply wrong. Not okay. only do they not get uh, more leeway, he's going to get more severance because of COVID-19. Okay? okay, because it's gonna potentially gonna be more difficult for him to find new employment. So he's owed severance. Now, the fact that they, they treated him badly and that they, they could have brought him back, instead they brought someone else or they hired someone else, that makes them look, you know, like jerks maybe. But yeah. legally, ultimately they can do that. What really matters is the severance that your friend is owed. So he's absolutely owed that severance, and, uh, and, and matter, he yeah. can get it, and it's not even difficult. If he's already been off work for, I don't know, eight months, I, I said March, then th that's easy. It's, there's nothing okay. there to actually even argue about. Okay. So depending on his age, position, and length of employment, he could be owed, I don't know, anywhere from two to 24 months of severance. Yeah. So he needs to give me a call. I mean, I, I obviously I can't walk into his house, knock on his door, and make him talk to me. No, no. But yeah. he needs to give me a call so I can help him get what he's owed. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sure he'd be glad to talk to you. And I mean, uh, you know, um, I'll, I'll definitely let him know to uh, to give you a call. Uh, I've I come across your number before there, but um, yeah, no, that'd be great if you could help him out. I really appreciate you taking the call. I'll let him of know course. that. Of course. Some good news. Okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> 
Thanks, Dylan. Appreciate your time, and it was a smart thing, and you're a good pal for uh, for making that call as well. Here is that number as we're going to wrap for uh, another evening. Good time to uh, to do it, and a good call to end it on one eight five five. 821-5900 to reach out, Dylan, for you and and you as well as you listen to the show tonight. one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca and you can always go to a wonderful reference page called pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That website is for you anytime, 24-7, absolutely free and anonymous, a ton of employment law information and the severance pay calculator also there as well, employmentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you next time. Employment Law Show, this is News Talk 580 CFRA.